Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super Ooh. important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally, totally free. free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is day 74, titled Weekend Follow-Up, Season 1 Workbook, and I Am So Lonely. If you're new here, welcome. We have 292 episodes about all things marriage-related because marriage can be hard, but it can also be extremely amazing, and you've got to learn how to do that part. That's right. <laughs> um, as we... always, our show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook on Audible. Us if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage, and we really recommend that you do that. Um, it helps us out. So if you want to mm-hmm. help us out, that helps us out. But more importantly, it gives you an opportunity to learn something, have a good time listening to an audiobook, whatever, for totally free. So please check it out. Anatomy of nope. Audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. That's right. And we are live on Instagram and Facebook, so send in your questions and let's jump into it. All right, review of the day by Kelly. Kelly for Taylor. <laughs> my five stars, my new best friends. I love listening to Seth and Melanie. I listen while I'm at work. I started at the beginning three weeks ago and am, am almost <laughs> up to date. I've got two coworkers that listen too. Love y'all. Keep doing Woo! good work. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for that five star review. It is. I'm, uh, I hope you have a job where you can listen to it because <laughs> otherwise you're uh, y'all are in trouble. I can listen to music. I can't listen to like word podcast when I do word notes podcast. And stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. We're going to jump into the thing. So, yeah. okay. Our kid broke his arm Thursday night. Yeah. We wanted to do a quick, like, just weekend update Mm because man has it been cray yeah it's been cray so we were at the skate park he was riding his scooter i wasn't riding this time i wasn't there i was at home and uh our middle kid was in the bowl so it's kind of cool he was jamming around in the bowl and i didn't see him and somehow he slipped or something and i think he landed on his scooter and broke his left arm forearm radius and ulna just like crunched it and maybe you saw the pics on instagram or facebook it was pretty gnarly because it was like 
bent up and weird and just mangled. You want to know what Pamela said? What? She goes, I am so surprised it didn't puncture his skin. Ooh, Can you imagine fracture. if it had like actually broke? I mean, I don't think Ooh. he would have... He would have passed out. Yeah, that's, for that's sure. Very it was passoutable. really traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Seth so, was at the yeah. park. Continue. Then story. went to the park and then rushed him home. Kids were yelling. Also, Hattie was with us, and things were were crazy. So went to the ER and spent uh, a lot of the time there. Then I took the kids home at Melanie State. Well, with you him. weren't at the ER. I was at the ER. Well, you no, you I was came there, here, right. and I took the van, and you stayed here with the other kids because he was screaming mm-hmm. his head off, yeah. like fully freaking out and i'm talking like if you've seen harry potter when he act when uh what's his name tries to fix his broken arm and mm-hmm. all of a sudden his bone is gone <laughs> and his arms flopping around it was very it was. similar vibe to that like it yeah. was so gross looking um and tough was just screaming mm-hmm. like the whole van ride there that's why we, mm-hmm. we left the other kids here because mm-hmm. it was like very traumatic and he was i mean he, but it was kind of funny so don't just hear me out we were in the van and i'm like you know hyper stressed out mom mode like my kid has broken his arm this is so stressful he's already you know he's had a hard time dealing with stuff anyway and he's in the back seat going i'm not gonna make it and then you go lord have mercy he said that. <laughs> he did. and i was like it was so funny but it was also like traumatic he said, lord have mercy yeah. You say, Lord have mercy, and I'm not going to make it. hanging around I my mom too much. Um, so that was kind oh, of man. funny, but it was really crappy. But mm. so anyway, we got to the ER, and thank God, it was like every planet aligned. Like, we got in right away. There was a mm-hmm. like there was a ton of people in the ER waiting room, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to sit here for well, like I, two I think, hours. No, they, they like tear your stuff up, like when a kid is just like Oh yeah, tripping, I know that. So. But so anyway, we went straight into the, um, like the triage Thing, and then he got to his room right away but it was uh, and this was when Seth wasn't here it was just me and Tuff and they were like because he just kept saying please give me medicine please give me pain mm-hmm. medicine but he kept saying give me laughing gas I oh, don't know right. why like because from the, the dentist, dentist but yeah. he doesn't get laughing I don't know he but anyway so he was just insisting that mm-hmm. laughing gas was what he wanted and um so the nurses are trying to tell him you need an IV to get your medicine and he's like I don't and I mean, he was freaking out. And mm. so then it like, there's me, all these nurses and thank God they were like big men. Like they were, uh, one was, a not military. He was, yeah, he was like a Navy person or whatever. And he had served for like 12 years. And so he like between all these dudes had, uh, eventually got him to actually get the IV, which was like mm-hmm. trauma city. And so once we got that, he had morphine and mm. was fine in like seven minutes. Mm. But then they had to like reset his arm and do all that stuff. And mm. so it was a lot. It was a lot. It was not just like the trauma of breaking an arm. It was like the trauma of your kid thinking people are trying to kill them and like yeah. not yelling, but almost yelling at the staff and just being like super um, aggro to them. And aggro. like the, the men are all irritated that this kid won't just like listen. Yeah. And so huh, it was a lot. It's his parents' fault. Yeah. And then um, when we got home, we got home at like midnight. So then the next morning he felt better and felt cool for about like five hours. But then he realized like, oh, I can't swim. Mm -hmm. I can't play my switch. I can't ride the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. I can't ride my scooter. I can't. So then it was like a depression set in Mm -hmm. that equals anger and depression mixed. And so it was it has been a lot, a mm-hmm. lot, a lot, a lot. It was already a lot before he broke his arm. Yeah. And now so. it's more a lot. But um, so that's an update. We're dealing. Yeah. We got to do. I don't know, but we're dealing. So, all right, let's <laughs> I go. I think it's good. 
So I'm trying to fill out the AOM workbook. I know that I... Here, you read it. Apparently, we're transitioning to questions right away. I'm trying to fill out the AOM workbook, but I know that I will have to delete all of my answers to rewrite them before I show my husband. It's nothing I haven't told him before, but he seems to think that once something is said, it should be forgotten. I'm not even talking about anything that either of us has done, just terrible communication and a complete disconnect in our views of this marriage. He said last night that he is, quote, just really good at being thankful for everything and that he is happy. I asked him why he looks miserable and acts like, his life is drudgery. He laughed at me and said I wasn't paying attention. His words don't align with his behavior at all. He has no explanation except that I am wrong. In the past, I have sunk into depression because I can't over, couldn't overcome his aura of complete despondency. Seriously, it's like living with Eeyore. Only when I, when I have one foot out the door, as in ready for divorce, will he admit that he has negative feelings. It's not that I want to fight about things, but I do want some sort of human connection. I don't feel like he's honest with me, and I know I can't be honest with him. I've tried to be happy with our roommate with occasional benefits arrangement, but I am so extraordinarily lonely. He is a very good husband and father in every way. I don't suspect any extramarital activities or anything like that. I just want a relationship. Am I trying to bleed a turnip? That's a funny sentence. Is it unfair to want a friendship with my husband? Um, and he took the Enneagram test and scored so evenly on the numbers that we still don't know what he is. I'm a five, but very, very similar to a one. Um, maybe I want too much. So this is a great question. And I, I, um, I asked to make sure if I could ask this cause it's from the women's group and the person who sent it in said, yes, but please emphasize that he is a really amazing husband. Mm. And so I wanted to say, like, if you think that your wife is talking about you, she also thinks you're an amazing husband. Um, and it says, I really feel like he's not doing anything wrong. I just want to be closer to him and mm -hmm. not blame him, is what she said. So um, do you have any thoughts on that right away? Because I think that that is sort of reminds me of our relationship. Yeah, I thought of that too. But in the inverse, like I'm Eeyore. Yeah. and So um, why don't you start answer that first? Well, I don't know. What would you say to her from like the Eeyore perspective? Because I would kind of like resonate with her so i don't know if i can help her so much but like the times that we've had conversations about that you're just like well what do you want me to be what do you want me to change i'm like i don't know i just feel like sometimes mm -hmm. it's just nothing almost um well explain what that was like so give clarif uh, like clarification because people probably don't understand what you mean like how was i before um or how what is my propensity just to i don't know just live and kind of do your own thing and not be super engaging i guess mm -hmm. um uh and it does feel lonely like you can wake up and just not say anything i'm like good morning hello kind of thing and you said it a couple of days ago you're like we just slept together all night side by side i'm like yeah but we're both unconscious you know it's like you also get surgery when you're unconscious you don't know what's going on right you see what i'm saying so i can understand what she's saying and i don't want to be like um uh, I, I have felt that too because I think I can wake up and if I don't like do something, it's we it's really weird. Like the conversations that you, we've had about like you trying to be the emotional caretaker of everything. Mm -hmm. I yeah, w with the kids, I understand you saying that, but on the same side, like I really um, think that I'm like the kind of uh, like fun person. In the relationship, oh, you are for and sure. Like, if I don't, in a certain way, if ways. I don't say good morning or I love you or smile or touch you or do that other relational stuff, then it won't happen. And then that's really discouraging to me because I'm like, well, 
um, I'm just doing it. And when I do do those things, there's not much of a response. So it's like, why am I even doing this? And then it gets lonely. So I can understand what this person, this woman is saying. And um, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> well, what, what advice would you give? Not just it's weird. Uh, I don't know what advice to give because I don't know what to do in my own situation. You feel like it's still that way now? So, yeah. Um, so the thing that comes to mind like you said, here's here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. That um, you said something like, uh, "I couldn't, I can't overcome his aura of complete despondency." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm hearing a pattern in this that is the same pattern that you've done with me. Mm-hmm. Is that instead of inviting me to something uh, like uh, like happiness and fun is neutral? and you're inviting me to join you at happiness and fun, Mm -hmm. you often do this. Why aren't you happy and fun? Normal people are happy and fun. Mm -hmm. And so you're... you're, I think I get to that point after I've done stuff, done stuff, done stuff, and done stuff, and then I'm like, what's the deal? So it's it's not it's not I don't start out with that. It's like the fifth time of but but hear me out. Invitation, uh, I think. But I don't think that it is that. It's uh, not... uh, non-judgmental invitation to doing something different together. Mm-hmm. Let me say it like that. Because what in the past what has happened and what I think is happening here just based on the way she's saying everything, like it's like living with Eeyore, uh, like he's this in a funk all the time. Like there's a judge, and I'm, I get it. Like she's put, putting a judgment on it. Mm-hmm. But there's a way that you can like, do you see what I mean when I'm saying non-judgmental? Like mm-hmm. it uh, it makes me not want to engage with you when you have clearly you're passing judgment when I don't do those things mm-hmm. in the first place. So for example, waking up and saying good morning. If I don't say good morning to you, you have you get this weird like, oh, what? You can't, uh, like it's a judgment there. Like you could say good morning to me. No big deal. Like we can do that. That's not the end of the world if you have to say good morning. Invite me to a space. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I also am aware of it. So I will work on getting to that space as well. Mm-hmm. But it's the space of like um, connection, intimacy, uh, what, intentionality. It's separate from one of you. It's, you know what I mean? It's not held in either one. Like you think it's all in you. You go, I'm the fun one. Come and join me in my, sorry, come and join me where I'm at. Mm -hmm. But it's not in you. Like it's over here. Mm -hmm. And when you make me feel like uh, I'm like Eeyore and I'm not on your team and then you want me to join you, like that feels like I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Does that, what do you? So what would you say to her? That the first thing. And I would say it to you too. Like you don't need to judge what, because even she said something like, I can't overcome his aura of complete despondency. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, he so said, maybe maybe part of that is like, and I'll say this to myself as I say it to her, like, <laughs> I don't know, DM me and let's talk about it so we can like work on it together. Maybe it's like, let's find our happiness no matter what our partner does or doesn't do. That's hard to do. But part of me is like, okay, well, I'm going to find mine without you kind of thing. Part yeah, that of That is, is actually like, quite important. So it is important, but part of it is like, See, that's the that's the thing well, because here, oftentimes me... I when like fine, I don't need you, and I'm like kind of like resentful around that. Um, Start with peacefully not needing me, right? That is self. That's being centered, mm-hmm. right? And that's where I feel like that's how I feel. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying be like me, but like I feel uh, I don't need you. I choose you, mm-hmm. 
And so I don't need to, and, and yes, I know I need to grow in this area. So for sure, I'm not saying I'm great at it. Like hear me flat out saying I'm not good at this. Um, I even told you last night, mm-hmm. I'm not good at this, but, um, but I don't need you to make me happy. Mm-hmm. I enjoy when you make me happy. Mm-hmm. And that's where there's a, there's a, a shift in neediness, a shift in presence. Like when you can say I am whole and complete without my wife's participation, mm-hmm. but when she joins me, how cool. Yeah, and we've had conversations about that before because I definitely tend to be like, I can do anything alone. I don't need anyone, right? And I've done that forever, right? However, that's not kind of balanced and that doesn't put you, uh, it doesn't make you feel needed or connected, right? Mm -hmm. So I think there's some of the same dynamic going on maybe with this couple too. Somebody says, I do also think that the sandwich method would help here. Start by complimenting the person on something they're doing really well and then point out something for improvement, but end with another positive note. Mm -hmm. That way the conversation stays positive and constructive. Yes. That's great. And the sandwich method, we talked about that before. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, you can get that on anatomyofmarriage.com. It's the AOM sandwich method. That's a Mm -hmm. really, really great insight. Thank you for sharing that. But I did want to say like, you're talking about, here's what I really think is happening. Like you're interpreting your husband's behavior and your interpretation is not exactly correct. And why I'm saying that is Seth has done this forever. He's thought, oh, Melanie's sitting there at the table. She must hate life. And then you're, you're, you're putting meaning into something, right? We had this mm-hmm. co- like a giant conversation about this the other day where it was like, you're putting meaning onto the way I see the world mm-hmm. and you will never understand the way that I see the world. So in my world, steady, even, balanced, right in the center is the best place to be. I can be fun and exciting and happy or whatever, but steady in balanced in the center, think things over before you do them. Don't make impulsive decisions. That's what I value. Like I value that deeply at my core. A lot of that looks calm. A lot of it looks really boring to Mm -hmm. you. So you value like, I mean, you have lots of very similar core values, but you value like if you're laughing and going somewhere and on an adventure, that's valuable. Like there's um, a sense of novelty is really valuable to you. But in my world, the sense of novelty, that's okay sometimes, but let's actually get the savings fund for our kids' college. Let's actually get the down, like the down payment to the, whatever. you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a boringness to what I find really valuable. Mm-hmm. But what you see when you look at me is, gosh, she doesn't care about anything. Mm-hmm. But what that really means is she doesn't care about parties, being crazy, flying all over the world. Um, and so you're putting meaning on my value system, mm-hmm. which only ever makes you feel bad. Mm-hmm. It only ever makes you think, I don't like anything. I'm boring. I'm whatever. Because you're trying to put meaning on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a different way of being than he is. And so I think that that's what I'm seeing. It's I think the wife is trying... And ha- So how would you respond to that? Like The wife is trying to make meaning of her husband's behavior mm-hmm. and make him admit that he's unhappy or whatever. And in a way, I think that's such a, a weird and not helpful invitation to growth, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's... Um, so I'll liken it to our situation. Like I have certain characteristics about myself that I think are good, right? However, they're... they're honestly absolutely different from yours and you mostly point out why it shouldn't be this way and like then i infer like oh okay yeah like we were talking about last night like 
you know, I think you're like on a level up here and then I'm just on a level down here sort of, but maybe the reality of that is like, I'm completely different from you, right? The sun and the moon, that's the analogy right. I said So last night. I'm completely different from you. You're going to say stuff or do stuff or whatever. <laughs> and this is going to sound rude, but basically I shouldn't listen to it anymore and be like, okay, you're f- f- fine. You're like, you're, you're, the good things about you are here, but like you're just talking out of the side of your mouth right now. But the time that you do do that really kind of messes me up and makes me second guess every single thing in my life. And I'm like, well, great, you know, cuss well, word. And, and, and then hold on. And then so it's it's more like, it's like, um, okay, I am what I am and you are what you are and that's fine. And just because you have ideas or opinions about this sure it needs to be balanced um doesn't mean that i am not uh right for being that way or thinking that way yeah right? and and i would say this but you are the worst person in the history of the world to say that in a way that you heard it on this show folks i'm is, the worst person in this well no world. you you really are is nice and stuff and so like i literally have to be like i am absolutely not listening to anything that you say about this because if i do i will infer all this negative stuff mm-hmm. and be like okay that's melanie i'm not going to get resentful i'm not going to get weird but she has zero idea what she's talking about right now that's her that's fine but that has nothing to do with me mm-hmm. and that's her opinion so i'm going to be whatever and this can be related to this person like okay um i think you made a good point like you this lady wants him to admit like yeah, I have malaise, I'm depressed, or like, I'm just not unhappy. I'm so stupid. Right, but it's like, you need him to do that to make you feel something, and just be like, okay, that's him, sure, I'm gonna do me kind of thing, not in a weird way, I'm gonna go spend a bunch of money and like, you know, step out, or, you know, be weird, or whatever, it's like, he do him, (laughs) he do him, I'll do me, kind of thing, and I think we we had a, a conversation like that a while back, it's like, I have obviously certain interests like one is like speaking and writing on mental health stuff in indian country and hunting and stuff it's like that's mine you don't have to do those things you know but you have to let me do those things and you can do whatever you want to do and i can accept that you know what i'm saying i'm always telling you to like go somewhere do something go with your friends whatever but sometimes you choose not to and then i'm like well okay if she wants to that's fine kind of thing it's like you are your own person i am my own person completely and how to, what does that actually look like kind of thing and mm-hmm. this might be related to these people's stories yeah well and somebody is saying uh, my husband and i take a weekend getaway every couple of months just to stay the night in a new town oops it went away just to stay the night in a new town and check out the local stuff it forces him to get out and have fun with me while satisfying my need that's I a love good that idea that's a good idea um it's a huge struggle for me and want to do things with my husband um when he thinks i should do be consistently no, when Constant. he consistently shows his disappointment in me, uh, it doesn't motivate me to do things for him at all. I feel like he gives me a huge list of to-dos. What do I do to overcome that mindset and uh, all that I can do? all I can do is complete the checklist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I want to point out, out really fast is a second ago you said, when I talk to you that way, you just shouldn't listen. You should go, that's just Melanie and I just shouldn't listen, mm-hmm. right? It's the exact same feeling when you do loads of things that you do. Where mm-hmm. I, And that's why I've said for years, I'm like, that's just how Seth is. 
he buys different things and we don't need them and he won't take care of them. But mm-hmm. that's just how Seth is. Mm-hmm. I'm not angry. You're like, do you know what I mean? Do you know mm-hmm. how I'm, what I'm saying when I say that? Like, I'm not angry. Like, you can go ahead and do those things, but mm-hmm. I don't prefer that you do them because they don't line up with kind of our shared marriage goals. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think there's got to be a differentiation and a like a delineation of what the shared goal is. Like, um, it sounds like she's wanting more connection. She says it at the very end. Like, mm-hmm. I feel so lonely. Mm-hmm. So if you're wanting connection, let's find a way to make the connection, not how do we blame the partner for being Eeyore. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get you the connection that you want. Uh, how does Pooh get connection with Eeyore? They go on a walk, mm-hmm. right? They go somewhere. They go do something. They do Pooh sticks or whatever that game is on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's where, that's where I think the the next phase comes into. I think there just needs to be an acceptance. Like Seth said, we had this big conversation last night about all this stuff. And he was like, you're up here and I'm down here. And I'm like, that's not how I see it. I see you and I like the sun and the moon. Like I, and maybe I'm the moon, you're the sun. Like you like to party and be crazy and buy stuff and go places. And I am the opposite of that. Like I like to stay home. I like to save money. I like to be like, uh, frugal with stuff. I value those things. And we are two different parts of like a whole system. We need the sun and we need the moon, mm-hmm. right? And I think that if we can look at it that way and we say, what, where are the times when we overlap and we can enjoy one another instead of saying, gosh, why aren't you more like me? Why can't you be like the moon right now? Why can't you just like the dark and the cold? I mean, that's a perfect analogy, even that. I hate summer. I don't like being in the sun. I just don't enjoy it at all. Our kids some of them don't like it. Some of them do. Um, so it's really interesting. But I think if we can figure out where we overlap, like I don't need a fruit sal- I don't need to fruit smoothie you, mm-hmm. right? Like we can be the sun and the moon. It's not better or different or worse. It's just, I mean, it's not better or worse. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And then we need to figure out how we go on our walk with Eeyore. Not tell Eeyore he sucks mm-hmm. or tell me that I'm dumb. Right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's a, like it's a third place. It's like an inviting in of a different way of connecting, not saying, oh, you're so bad at connecting. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving, which I'm not saying you're doing that. But it is, I don't know, just you can't judge how someone else is. It's, you just can't. And, and you can't impart meaning. Like when your husband is sitting quietly, he might, and you might think, oh, he hates everything. He doesn't love me. He's not helping. He's not this. He's not that, which I think you do this with me. When your husband might be sitting there going, I'm really thankful right now. Mm -hmm. I'm really happy. But he's quiet. He doesn't have to like do a ham horn and dance around, Mm -hmm. right? Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. You don't seem convinced. (laughs) Mm. No, I I think in, in theory, in theory it works, but I'm, you know, like a lot of times you say things and I think of all the examples of like, well, it wasn't that way a million times you know what i'm saying and so that's kind of hard for me to to hear what you're saying it it, it like makes sense it's like well yeah one plus one equals two but you know we've had millions of arguments when you were like saying no it's three 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 i'm like but you're saying it's two right now kind of thing you know i i get caught up in that and i'm like well i will go sounds good but it's not really practiced i think and that's that's um that's what I'm thinking right now, I think. And then also sometimes I don't have the energy and I don't want to be in conflict, so I just be like, well, I'm not going to argue that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then kind of get ambivalent about it. And I don't know if this person does 
either. Well, maybe she does. It sounds like um, it is. But that does end up feeling very lonely. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, you're saying all this stuff, and it's like, it's not adding up. But then when I argue, then you just argue more, and I don't like to argue, so I'm like, whatever about it. No, I'm not whatever. I'm just like, mm, that's sad and lonely. You know what I'm saying? And maybe this person also feels that way. Yeah, I don't know how to help that. Mm-hmm. I guess my what I am saying is that uh, even in the... Clear, so this question went back to clearing structure. Let's go... Or mm. not clearing structure, sorry. Season one workbook. Oh, right. So I want to go there for a second because I think this is important. Mm-hmm. So she's saying, I, I want to do the workbook, but I have to delete all my answers before he sees it. Mm-hmm. So what I am thinking is that your answers are probably your feelings about your interpretation about his behavior. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Which the clearing structure is for. So I'm talking about two different things right now. You're talking about the workbook. I'm talking about the clearing structure. So I would suggest doing the workbook while using the clearing structure to do the answers. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that you can decipher which is which while you're doing it. Which is your, which what which is like the meaning you're interpreting mm-hmm. and which is his actual behavior that you don't want. Because that's where I think mm-hmm. our biggest dissonance lies is that I get irritated at you for behaviors that don't line up with our long-term family and marriage goal. Mm-hmm. Behaviors like buying and selling cars regularly, that's not like financially wise and it doesn't line up with our long-term goal. I don't care if you want to do it. Do it all day long. Become a car salesman. I do not care. No judgment on it. But when it impacts the goal that we have set as a family and for our kids and stuff, that's, do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not my judgment on your behavior. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So that's how I decipher what to get upset about and not to get upset about. Mm-hmm. That's how I determine, is this impacting our long-term goal or is it just something Seth likes to do? Mm-hmm. If it's something you like to do, fine. But if it's impacting our goal as a family, not fine. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And then, but and I think conversely, you could do the same thing. Like, is it impacting... Um, is it impacting our goal as a family if I have if I'm like Eeyore? Mm-hmm. If it is, feel free to tell me and say, and, and that's what I'm saying earlier, that third thing. It's mm-hmm. like it's a third thing. It's not you're so stupid, you like to buy cars, or Melanie, you're so dumb, you're Eeyore. Mm-hmm. It's this is our family goal. This is our marriage goal. How can we both like put our best foot forward to this goal? And if the the behavior like Melanie, I would love it if you hugged me more. That would get us to our family goal, mm-hmm. kind of a vibe. Instead of judging, like being like, oh, well, you're never going to do it. You haven't done it in the past. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that feel different mm-hmm. if I say it that way? Yeah, I like the idea of doing the workbook through uh, the clearing structures. Basically, you're just answering with I statements. Yeah. You're not thinking about uh, other people. It's just focused on you what you want what you can do and how you can affect the, the situation mm-hmm. so that's a good thing so we have to wrap it up because i got to call the um orthopedic doctor's surgeon. office when uh it opens so you wanted to give a quick thing to that right oh i did want to say that there is a podcast called the hidden brain and there is an episode called when did marriage become so hard it's really good my neighbor shared it with me the other day i'll try to remember to post it but it talks about a lot of different things that i think y'all would love so go listen to the hidden brain when did marriage become so hard i'll again i'll try to post it but um 
this is a, I don't know. I'm really thankful for this question. Hopefully our conversation made sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I don't feel, I don't get the vibe that you were vibing with what I was saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's important though, that we don't, I really think it's important that we don't try to judge and put meaning on what our partner does um, because we will always be wrong. Mm-hmm. You will always, there's, I can't put meaning on what Seth does. I will always be wrong. Mm-hmm. I will never get it right because we are not the same person. We're the sun and the moon and we are not the same, but we are both valuable and bring value. But I would say invite a lunar eclipse, a solar mm. eclipse. I don't know. Invite some third thing where you're meeting together and it's different and you're not saying, oh, the sun is so stupid. Why is it so hot? The moon is so dumb. Why does it like the dark? Like you're, you're saying, no, this is where we actually interplay and work together. Um, and that's where I would want to be energized and find you energized and you can meet me there because that's a different goal. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? I don't know. I feel like you hate my existence. <laughs> I'm interpreting your, <laughs> I'm interpreting how you view things right now. Yeah. So um, let's talk about that quickly because I got to make a phone call. Um, but yes, yeah, so we, the, I, there is nothing, we don't need to do anything else. But if you are enjoying the podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes. Thank you to everyone who has rate and reviewed it lately. It's been very helpful and we love to read your stuff on the show every day when we do it. And please share the show with your friends. That's one of the best ways to get the word out there. It's, um, it's just helpful. They trust you way more than they trust two strangers they've never met before. Right. So share the show with your friends. Were you right. going to say something? No. Okay. Sorry. Seth is trying to transition into a different phase. So we just got to all go along. <laughs> all right. No, all right. thinking about cast and stuff like that. Calling, so, yeah. All right. Okay. Have a good day. See you tomorrow morning. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.